You are a verb. The activity of life itself happening in, through, in, as you. Your every thought, word, deed, and emotion creates a demand in the universe. A demand to convert your inner vibration into outer manifestation. Everything about you is a yes to something. Where is your yes? Welcome, everyone. I'm Reverend Deborah Johnson, also known as uh, Rev D. So glad to be spending some time with you today as we go deeper into the exploration of our spiritual identity as we awaken from the hypnotic trance that we are our stuff or that we are the effects of all of the things that are happening in the outer environment. We come here to remember that spirituality is about identity, uh, not activity. In this particular podcast show, I share with you these divine downloads. They come to me oftentimes in the form of letters, some of which have been published in a series called Letters from the Infinite. I'm going to be sharing with you a letter referred to as Praise. It is in volume one of The Sacred Yes. I'm going to be reading to you the first part of it, and I'm going to be sharing this letter with you as close to my recollection of how it is that it actually came to me uh, in the first place so that you can get a feeling for that vibration and uh, that energy. I wish to speak to you at this moment in time about the matter of praise. Praise is an act of rejoicing. It is not to be confused with your common vernacular usage of the word praise, which is relegated to the realm of providing accolades to someone or something for a job well done or an activity one approves of. Praise is an internal, spontaneous, grateful, inclusive, and encompassing celebration of life. Notice that I said it's a celebration of life. Praise is really not about anything in particular. Praise is about the whole of it. When one gets into the mindset of praise, the particular ceases to matter. One is so filled with the sense of all is well that one is overcome with this awareness. Praise causes so much jubilation that it cannot be contained uh, within the body temple. In your society, as I was just saying, you make praise a response. There's much the same difficulty here as with the word yes, which I spoke to you about in the letter 
entitled begin with yes. Your yes should be from an internal place. You should begin with yes. It should be the assumption that you start off with in the foundation stone upon which you stand. When you begin with yes, it fundamentally alters your entire perception of not only what is in front of you, but also where you've been. The same is true for praise. You should enter your interactions, communications, reconciliations with each other from the standpoint of praise. If you will do this, you will find that your perceptions of what is going on will shift dramatically. What is this shift of awareness that I speak of? Praise allows the scales to be lifted from your eyes. Praise allows you to pierce through the veil of appearances that would have your hearts and your minds caught up in judgments and criticism. It allows you to see the truth that is underlying all. You stop seeing the glasses half empty, as you would say, and you begin to see the fullness thereof. Instead of seeing a half of a glass of water, you'll only see the water. And its complete wholeness, no matter how, quote unquote, much of it there seems to be. In fact, when you're caught up in the spiritual quality, which so outweighs any numeric considerations, notions of quantity cease to even be important. In your focused attention on the fullness of the spiritual qualities, you will see that the water is fully water, no matter how much of it there is or is not. You will move into a consciousness of blessing that which is. Praise allows you to look at all things in this manner. You begin to see the fullness of everything there is without criticism or critique or seeming flaws, limitations, or inadequacies. These are human concepts based upon contrast and comparison with some notion on a human ideal. But your notions of human ideals are so faulty because they do not encompass the whole. Your ideas of ideal are fraught with fears and concerns about winning or losing, better or worse, greater or lesser, and the like. Thus, your ideals of things are perceptions that satisfy satisfies your egos wanting to be better than everybody and everything else. Your ego knows it has arrived because it sees itself as being in such a better position than 
something else. Oh, no. This is not how it works in the spirit. In spirit, all is embraced. In the spirit, all is good. In the spirit, everything has a play. In the spirit, you bless every aspect of it all. In the blessing, you not only allow what's blessed to transform into all that it should be, but you gain an understanding of how your heart grows in accepting it in the condition that you didn't approve of in the first place. Understand what it is that I'm telling you, my children. Praise brings about compassion. You need to have more compassion for your circumstances, for each other, and most especially for yourself. When you're busy trying to fill up the rest of your glass, you are forgetting how wonderful the water is that you already have. And you're not enjoying right where you are with however much water there is in the glass. You're missing the entire perspective on your life and what it has to teach you from this vantage point. Just breathe that in. That's the first two sections of the letter, praise. Praise is not a response. It's not something that happens after the fact. We don't praise when we think we're happy about something or praise is to give congratulations or a sign of approval to somebody or something. Praise is is internal. It's the presumption. It's the assumption. It's the foundation stone. It's the awareness of life itself and that life is good all of the time. And when we start there, it, it shifts our attitude. We're, we're not in so much judgment. We're not trying to uh, uh, judge everything. We're, we're not in criticism. We're, we're not trying to critique. We're not doing a whole bunch of contrast and comparisons. We're not doing one-upsmanship. And, and I noticed how that letter talked uh, about, and it, it really hit me hard in this particular moment with some stuff that's going on in my own life, of how our ego judges success. It judges success by a sense of it being better, being better than something, being better than somebody else, being better than where you were before, being better than what your expectations were, just this kind of contrast and comparison as opposed to just being in grateful appreciation for the evolution 
a grateful appreciation for the fact that there's movement and transformation. It's not a sign of success to be now to now be 10 years old as opposed to eight. That's not success. That's just the evolution. When our lives are moving and they're shifting and they're changing, if we pay less attention to whether or not it's success and just get into the groove of it all, just get into the rhythm of it all. I know in my own life, this has been something that I've been thinking about. I did a move recently and I was going through a bunch of boxes that had been stored to see what I wanted to bring with me, things I wanted to release. And it was a box of my yearbooks. Yearbooks that I've had all through junior high and high school and college. And I randomly just went through some of them and I picked up my high school yearbook. Now, I know I'm telling on myself uh, in my age, but it is actually true that last June was my 50-year high school reunion. I mean, we didn't actually have the reunion. I was disappointed about that. But it was the 50-year anniversary. I graduated from the class of 1972 from Susan Miller Dorsey High School in uh, Los Angeles. I'd been student body president and uh, very, very active. Uh, And as I was looking through the book, I was looking through the section where people were voted the most this or that, like the most congenial or the most athletic, whatever. Uh, And it was always done with gender parity, a boy and a girl in these categories. Um, And in the category of most likely to succeed, I was the girl that was chosen by my senior class. And I had taken that at the time to be really quite an honor because I was the baby of the class by a long shot. Um, I turned 16 in February and then graduated uh, in June uh, from high school. And I've had many, many, many honors in my life and all kinds of awards. And out of all of them, there is still something about about that one that stands out in my mind. I do believe that there's something a little bit extra special when awards come from your colleagues, um, as well as, you know, when they come from like the general public or for some organization or institution that's recognizing. But there's something about the recognition of a certain kind of excellence from your colleagues. And I know from time to time, I'll ask myself that question. Um, Have I lived up to their expectations? Have I, in fact, been a success? And whenever I do that, 
I'm getting into that very thing that it says in the letter to don't do. I'm getting into, is the glass half empty or half full? When we get into that, we miss the water. So think about this for a moment. If you have three ounces of water and you put it in a three ounce glass, you would say that your glass is full. If you put the three ounces of water in a two ounce glass, you'll say your cup is overflowing. You put the same three ounces of water in a six ounce glass and you'll say the glass is half empty. You put the same three ounces of water in a three-gallon bucket and you'll say, like, there's nothing there. It's, It's empty. It's the same water. The water didn't get any better. The water didn't get any less. It's not more precious in the two ounce glass than it is in the three gallon container. But this is what we do with our lives. We're so busy judging by the containers, we're missing the water. And The ironic thing is that when we're looking at what appears to be missing, like it's half empty or there's nothing there at all, we're missing it. We're missing the whole thing. So I invite you to think about your life. Where are those areas where you've been declaring insufficiency, not enoughness? Where are those areas where you've been wondering if it's good enough? If you're in contrast, in comparison, and wondering what everybody else uh, thinks about it and what can you do to get in better favor? Just bless your water. Just bless what you have. Show appreciation for that and its fullness. If you're training to be a gymnast, I can guarantee you that you're going to spend more time falling off the balance beam than you are staying on it. (laughs) But what do you pay attention to? Do you pay attention to the 90% of the time that you fell? Or the 3% that you were actually able to stay on? Do you notice that? Do you give it credence or do you give it value or does it not mean as much to you because you can't stay up as long as so-and-so over there? Or you haven't met your own goal yet. 
so you're disappointed in yourself and can't have any appreciation for what it is that you have been able to do. I guarantee you, if you're willing to stay in a state of praise, not just reserve it for something that you bring out to acknowledge something external that you approve of. But if you praise just because, if you praise life just because, praise is very much akin to the whole attitude of gratitude. And if you walk around with that, you'll actually begin to notice the water. You'll begin to see things that you just dismissed before. And not only will you see them, but they'll have more significance. They'll have more meaning. You'll have greater appreciation. And in this thing called praise, I invite you to praise yourself. Now, I know that may sound egotistical, but tune in to the next episode where I explain that it's actually the opposite. <laughs> Think on these things. Stay in a state of praise. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for being with us. Check out my other podcast shows and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What's on your mind? Please visit my website at revdnow.com and join the conversation on my Where Is Your Yes blog. You can submit a question or comment and join the contact list. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. Where is your yet?